0: the third World gaming the number 7 show and something to do with puppy dogs and stuff and food yeah food actually human food you know Paolo should actually be introducing the show because i am jao from the sunstar weekly podcast and third world linux yeah he's technically the guest star on the show today
1: and yes. i'm the and i'm paolo saxo the only host that hasn't been indisposed at the moment yes and yes the ironic gamer is currently having um Complications
0: Yeah Uh. Ironically Yeah okay So we're going to be doing a, a Random shuffle episode Yeah random shuffle episode or is, is that what you're like Going to be calling these Sorts of episodes uh, From now on I'm like-
1: going by I'm going by virtue of the idea That I, of a guy who d- Just decides to Randomly shuffle his deck of cards For no apparent reason Just be- Other than The fact that he just wants to Oh It's it's something that I've noticed a number of people do whenever they're holding their decks, or something I do whenever I hold my deck, like, for longer than five, ten seconds, and I'm not doing anything besides holding it.
0: Well, like, like, like a nervous tick or something.
1: Like, what? Or, the like, other, yeah. Kind of, just, and just as an assurance that my next hand will never be the same as the last hand.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, so that's what we're calling this type of... Uh, that's what you're calling this type of... Okay, because, like... Yeah. Uh, this is the type of thing that I do with AG on Third World Linux, like, a lot, right? Okay. Before the show. All right, what do you want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about the space program. Okay! You know, so <laughs> just talk about whatever. As long as it's within the realm, realm of gaming. Yeah, but Something in your case... which I know is. next to nothing about. All right, let's do this! Right.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: so so. What were you talking? What you're talking about? How I'm talking about the, the the Wii U is kicking everybody's butt right now.
1: Yeah, base I meant, I based largely on what I've been reading, commenting, and talking with a bunch of people I know. Well, I've uh, encountered online with, um, basically, a lot of the opinions have been very favorable to the Wii U as of right now. Whereas the PS4 and Xbox One are well be, are basically just looked as well, two sides of practically the same basically both are the same side of a, of the coin. Okay, like yeah, they're yeah. too similar and that sure they may have more powerful hardware but because of all the marketing that has been done to like, you know, oh, we're x86 now. We're, pr-. so you can compare us to gaming PCs and how certain, uh, AAA companies are like marketing that their, that their console versions of the games will be on par with, um, PC. with the PC versions. And then the, all, the whole thing about, about how, uh, how some games are not on parity with the, uh, power of the machine because of like, because of, like, agreements or dealings, like, that whole thing that people were crying foul over with uh, Assassin's Creed Unity and a bunch of other games.
0: That thing about, like, how uh, it was scaled down to 720 to compensate, that, that, that way the Xbox and the PS4 had to Well, not 720,
1: resolution. 900p, that, that weird resolution, 900p. Okay, yeah, yeah it was... was...
0: Because of, like, the upper limitation or something? Like, what was
1: it? The, uh, basically the fact that the Xbox One was, mo- was limited in comparison to the PS4. Like, how? Limited in, limited because of the, because of the hardware in, in, what, basically the RAM. Mm-hmm. The RAM and in relation to the CPU, GPU.
0: But what, what, what is, like, uh, Right, so so this is coming from like the like computer nerd perspective, right? Yeah, like, this what did... this is
1: largely coming from uh, techies and com- and computer nerds. I mean, like, like, and PC like this is where I'm coming from, though. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm, I'm I'm trying to understand the limitation of the Xbox One vis-à-vis the uh, PS4. Like, why why do the um what's it? Why do the resolutions have to be different? Like, what does RAM have to do with the resolution of, um, Assassin's Creed Unity. In really, in really, uh, in the case of the PS4,
1: because they went with GDDR5, basically, you had, ra- you basically had a full system that could do individual tasks well, but it can't multitask too well, which is not as much of a problem on a more dedicated, uh, box like a console. So basically, basically, w- basically while the so basically because it uses GDDR5 ram it can do dedicated uh com com uh, dedicated computing tasks better than isn't that a function of the processor though like the end of, um the memory bandwidth how it uh, it's in relation to memory bandwidth uh
0: like how fast the processor can pull from ram yeah and what does that have to do with resolution? More
1: RAM um, in basically more RAM that the graphics portion of the processor can access is required to handle high resolutions.
0: And keep it at 50 frame, uh, 60 frames per
1: cent. Well, keep it at a consistent frame rate at all, which is why you are starting to see that uh, some people are already saying that 6 gigabytes is p- of GDDR5, it should be like minimum moving forward now that we have like basically since more games are needing more uh, graphics card RAM just to handle 1080p or ha well not 1080p basically any resolution higher than 1080p so like your 4K displays and stuff basically anything above 1080p but uh
0: yeah so um so so your contention well contention that that's such a that's such a lawyery thing to say the yeah. contention the, um so what you've been seeing is like the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox 1 despite being more powerful are yeah. getting less favorable reviews from the PC Master Race people yeah and the
1: Wii U is actually is actually a pretty much a hit Lar- because funnily enough a lot of the PC Master Race people I've also encountered they're not the people who value graphic funnily enough they don't actually value graphics uh, they don't value graphics a lot as some people would think. They actually value performance more. Oh,
0: because well,
1: yeah, because while you have the whole weird resolutions that stuck at thirty frames per second because of because of reasonings like oh, this thirty frames per second is more cinematic. You have the Wii U where most of its exclusives are releasing at ten eighty p sixty
0: frames. Huh, um, what's it like? Like going. Going from experience, right? Like when we when we used to play a lot of Call of Duty, right? Yeah. It really wasn't about the graphics, at least for me. Yeah. Like, like I really do remember dragging all of those sliders down to like Duh. the bare minimum. Like, yes. okay, uh, do we want depth of field? No, you know. Do we want these animations? No. But then, not sure. Like, I, it's, I, I guess it makes sense though that because like the PC Master Race or the 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 PC gamers pretty much have um, a PC running an X eighty six like chipset running X eighty six and uh, recent yeah. hardware. Yeah, so I, I I guess the Wii U would be better, quote unquote. I don't know. Somewhat
1: mo- somewhat, but I'm starting to see a lot of it coming. F- from the standpoint of the fact that Despite being the weaker machine The Wii U is constantly putting out more games That perform well mm, That do yeah. that have consistent That have consistent performance At something like 60 frames And even manage to keep it at 1080p Wait,
0: So what do you mean by like Consistent performance? Basi- what, do you, what do you mean by performance? Um, as when opposed I, to when graphics I, when, I when I mean two different things?
1: When I refer to performance, I'm referring to things like, uh, frames per second and how consistent those frames are kept. Basically, the range. Basically, like, minimum frame, average frames per second throughout the entirety of a run in the game. Particularly, basically, in sta- in standard locate, basically, if I were to do the test, it would be measurement of perf- of, uh, frames in standard scenarios and then high load scenarios.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah because like the more stuff you have on screen the more
1: stuff well actually the more stuff you have on screen that are actively doing things okay yeah the yeah, yeah. The, the more likely you're going to see drops
0: mm. okay
1: because funnily enough that's actually one of the strongest selling one of the strongest things that people have been saying about Mario Kart 8
0: but then if we look at um if we look at like the capabilities of the uh, what do you call it? Of, of the consoles in terms of like raw hardware? Yeah. Um, the Wii U is like obviously inferior.
1: Yeah, it's just slightly better than the PS, PS3, and Xbox 360, and some and arguably it's either only slightly better or or somewhat similar.
0: So how does it maintain that that performance, uh, vis-a-vis the supposedly more powerful machines, like? Yeah. Code. yeah that's that's something that's yeah anyway. for
1: the way i see it a, lo- a good amount of it may have to de- do with the coding of the coding of the games like huh <laughs> basically the fact that the games are coded coded in such a way that they use the most out of the hardware they use the most they you know they use the most out of the hard out of the hardware of the wii u
0: so so if we were to have like a if for some weird reason, uh Mario Kart, as it is on the Wii U, were to be released on the PS4 or the Xbox One, how would it perform vis a vis the Wii U version? Let's see. Not coded for each o- of the consoles well enough. Well let's 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 just say that, like, you know, it's not Say it's it's rewritten, but it's rewritten to, like, the same... Uh, to the same way that it is? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm grasping for it here, but... Like, well... You know what I
1: mean? Technically speaking, if that happened, then Mario Kart 8... Then the situation goes into two things. One, Mario Kart 8 will be pr- practically the same across all platforms. Mm-hmm. 1080p, 60 frames per second. Or what will happen is that be, what will happen is that because of the nature of the code the the uh the versions on Xbox 1 and PS4 might actually end up being we may, might end up being worse from a performance standpoint
0: but wait, so uh so let's assume that like Mario Kart is written specifically for the PS4 specifically for the Xbox 1 but made to look and feel exactly the same as it is on Wii U. So let's just say, um, what languages do they use to like code these games? By the way, like I have no idea, honestly. Um, it's something I, it's
1: something I'm still looking into. But I know that C++ is the usual is the usual coding language
0: for everything.
1: If but you like, want to like start basically that's the start you go that's that that's the starting code that's the starting code type you go to if you're if you want to code for games
0: Mm even on like nintendos
1: yes but uh, yes but then with nintendo you're already looking at uh internal proprietary engines
0: yeah yeah but then like well what is a game engine a set of
1: uh a set of code and a set of rules
0: Alright, so an engine is a set of rules. Yes. Right? Um, and the engine is written in C?
1: C. Pl- there are actually a number of languages used the The more complex your game becomes.
0: Yeah, yeah, because like you can obviously like, yeah. smush, you can smush them together. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, that's, yeah, I found that out while in a talk I had with a friend.
0: Mm. Uh, but, so, so, um, there, this is really wicked interesting, like, thinking about it, right, because, like, you have your PS4, you have your Xbox One, these are x86, these these are x86-based, um, machines. Yeah. When you, like, when you write, when you write to the PS1 and the, or the, the, the PS4 and the Xbox One. Yeah. Um. Because they pretty much have the same, like, underlying hardware. Yeah,
1: because because they all get
0: it from AMD. Um, do you. Does, does that mean that you can write your game once and release them on both platforms? Like. Technically,
1: yes. T- technically, yes. In reality, no. How so? There are a few key. There are a few differences between the. Between the PS4 and the Xbox One, and for some reason, these these differences are affecting the uh, the perform the performance and graphical output. For for starters, I know for a fact that currently the PS4 has more active uh, processing cores, but they're clocked lower yeah, yeah. than the Xbox One, which has which has, if I'm correct. Well, actually, no, the Xbox One has the same amount of processing cores, but they're clocked higher. Mm-hmm. But the graph, but graphics cores wise, the PS4 has more. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then there's also the difference in memory bandwidth, in memory bandwidth given between regular DDR3 on the Xbox One and GDDR5 on the PS4. D R G uh, um, by the way, uh, uh a bit of a thing. Uh DDR3 is basically your standard RAM kits. Is basically the standard RAM that you put on your PC when you put on your PC. Uh it's basically held um a simple uh, a simple function that gets upgraded heavily if you have more RAM is basically you could open more Chrome tabs without having to worry about slowdown.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And um, GDDR5 on GDDR5 used on PS4 on the other hand is basically the same kind of RAM you'd find on your GPU.
0: Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh. So what? Okay. Huh. So. Uh, I totally lost my train of thought it was something to do with code Co- huh. coding coding similarities <laughs> yeah yeah coding similarities like basically how- the base
1: code would be the same it's just that you'd then have to start coding for the interc- the other intricacies of the machine from what i know the P- the xbox one also has i think i forgot if it was es ram or ed ram as well as the ddr5 Okay, so so yeah, basically, yeah. you are like you have two pools of RAM,
0: okay, um, okay, which
1: which I've been hearing has made aid some of the coding refinements on Xbox One a little more challenging. Like I'm, I'm trying to,
0: I'm, I'm, I really don't understand like this, uh, like the it's the 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 stack when it comes to consoles. Yeah, like, yeah, like the the the, the software and hardware stack and like if you're writing something do you target specifically or is there some sort of ver- uh what's what's it called is is there some sort of like abstraction layer that you can sort of write to that runs on everything like that's uh i i i wish i understood all that personally i wish i would have
1: understood all of that too but the way i see it the my uh, my basic understanding of the ps4 versus xbox one is that in the case of the Xbox 1, you basically have your sta- a sta- a more standard uh, x86 PC setup up with the internals of the Xbox 1 when all when all things are considered. For all I care, if you do if you do the right amount of hacking, you could actually install Windows on an Xbox 1. Uh-huh. But but the way I see the PS4, it's basically what would happen if the CPU of your PC was your graphics card
0: okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. Huh. H- how? 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 L- yeah. How? How? <laughs> uh,
1: it was a lot of it having to do with the usage of G of uh, graphics card RAM. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Which is probably why it's doing so much better in g- in uh in gaming such compute compute such render related tasks. Okay. And then the Wii U fits in how? In between all of this? Oh, it fits in not but not by virtue of its hardware, but by virtue of what the people who work on the Wii U have done with it.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, in other words, like the games.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, lots of techies, they're giving good marks to the Wii U because... Of the game because of well, the games and how well they play.
0: Then, like, I, I don't know though, because um, this is limited to like PC gamers.
1: Well, this is actually limited. Well, the thing is, I've also noticed this from a number of uh, gamers who've actually gamed on a multitude of, of machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, because while this is an opinion I've seen with a lot of techies. And a lot of, uh, of, uh, unabashedly master race individuals. <laughs> um, I do know that a number of general gamers also are starting to share the, sa- are also sharing the same opinions right now. It helps that Nintendo's having a pretty good lot, uh, lineup o- over the course of the past year.
0: I, I seem to remember though, like, uh, when, when the whole, like, PS, PS4 versus Xbox One thing yeah. came out, like, last year? Two yeah. years ago? Right? Last year? Last year. Last year. Yeah. Like, the, the Wii U didn't really do much. Like, they didn't have, like, a big launch event or whatever. It was just, like, something that was there. Yeah. But in terms of, like, sales, like, in terms of how many units, um, each company has moved, isn't, like, the isn't Sony and Microsoft just like outselling um Nintendo? Yeah, they are. So there's a there's a conclusion here somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the main conclusion I'm because um the main conclusion I'm gonna come off of is this um the thing about the Wii U is that it what is that the the growing favorability towards it and it's improved fortunes right now was a thing that took time and oh, okay. didn't and didn't happen as blazingly fast like a light like a lightning ball, like a lightning ball six one would trample haste creature thing <laughs> that happened with the Xbox One and the PS4. I mean, to be fair, there was all that media there was all that media hype and there was all that media hype backing up the PS4 and the Xbox One when they launched. And it helped sustain the Xbox One and PS4 after they launched. With the Wii U, the only thing that Nintendo really had was, we're a new console. Which is, which probably also explain why within, say, two months, the sales started to drop. And oh, then it only took, it, okay. and it yeah. took about two years, because the Wii U launched 2012. It took about two years for
0: the Wii U to actually start seeing
1: better success.
0: So this is like Nintendo playing the long game. Th- yeah, nin- this is Nintendo playing the long game. Then to be to be fair, that's always sort of like Nintendo's thing, right? Yeah, like they've they've always kind of been that company that um, starts kids out young. Like the, you're you're selling toys, right? Like like Nintendo doesn't view like the N- Nintendo is like paradigm for gaming. Yeah, isn't gaming as um, let's let's just put it this way. It isn't gaming as you and Miko understand it so much as gaming as I understand it. Okay, but, um,
1: because, I w- I'd like you to explain that to me. Like <laughs> how, like in your view, how do Miko and I view gaming?
0: Uh, you view gaming as well. Th- think of it this way. There's um, right, uh, gaming as like this insanely serious endeavor, which is. Yes, for fun, but it is also something that is like an art. It, it it's 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 that sort of thing, right?
1: Well, basically, I basically I do view that gaming can have that potential, right. that like, potential.
0: Like it's 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 a very serious and lofty thing. Uh, it is that that is I I I I think that's how you guys view gaming, and there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I'd say I'm
1: I'm I'd say I'm somewhat lower than me on that regard them. yeah
0: yeah like you know very competitive but then it's I, well I, I, at, I don't know how to put it man but well
1: like, actually to just further verify miko is the more competitive yeah one. Yeah, yeah me i'm the more me i'm the more like it's like me it's more study me i'm more focused on the relationship between not na- between narrative and mechanics
0: you see that it's that's that's basically uh
1: uh a lo a lofty, somewhat intellectual way
0: yeah, of viewing yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas like I you. I tend to view gaming as um something that's done for fun. Like pure and simple. Yeah. Like I I, I guess I would view gaming in the way that a child would view gaming, right? Like with a with a it's 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 like um I view gaming as a toy. You and Miko view gaming as a car. Hmm right like you see all of the moving parts blah 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 like it's 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 a it's 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 a hobby in the most nerdy of terms well yeah right me i'm happy with angry birds okay because it's wicked fun hmm like i i i, I don't know like that that's, that's the big realization that i've that i've that, that i've come to well in realize fa- well in fairness i have wa-
1: Well, in fairness, it's also a realization of my own that at times I kind of just need a simpler experience just because, well, just because I don't just because it can be actually it's pretty exhausting at times when you have to constantly you have to like make every single part of your being active in trying to. Into, in trying to piece together or dissect certain things, that sometimes you just want to play a, you just want something as simple as jumping on people's heads.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of Nintendo's thing. Like, um, I'm trying to talk around using the words hardcore and casual. (laughs) Yeah. Because that brings with it all sorts of baggage, but like, that's sort of what I'm working at. Or that, that, that's sort of, that's sort of the, the, the broad kind of distinction, I guess, right? Like you yeah, have your hardcore gamers, but then, but I wouldn't include hardcore gamers I, 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 I so I don't know. Be,
1: but just but just to go back to a few things, you're basically saying that Miko and I look at games like a car or a car or like movies,
0: yeah, yeah, and you Something look at like
1: that and you look at ga- and you look at games more like uh, t- like um for more like toys and uh, Saturday morning cartoons exactly. Okay, um... That's... And, and, that and I
0: think that's... Those are the two paradigms... Your view are, on
1: video games is practically my view on trading card games.
0: Right, and that's sort of the, um... That's sort of the dichotomy, I think, between, like, the PlayStation, the Xbox, vis-a-vis the Wii U. Yeah. Like, um, Sony and Microsoft vis-a-vis Nintendo. Yeah. Like, Nintendo, uh, <laughs> markets to people that view video games as toys. Or that that view games as fun, yeah. There for fun and not as uh, if we're going. If we get into philosophy, right? Um, you 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 can view the the hardcore gamer will view a game as an end in itself. Like gaming is an end in itself. Game the for game a ga- is there because for the sake of being a game. Okay. Game for game's sake. Gaming for gaming's sake. Whereas the more casual gamer. Uh, views the game as a means to an end, and that end would be game, know, for fun fun. Sick. game for fun, uh, game for relaxation, fun.
1: game for fun, game for relaxation. Basically, game. So, are you saying game to satisfy a need?
0: Uh, in in a, in a way, I I guess, but
1: satisfy a need or satisfy uh, satisfy a desire. Uh,
0: in a way, yeah, I guess you could say that. Because, um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 like a back scratcher, you know. Okay. It's it's like a back scratcher. The way you would view Nintendo's sort of games vis a vis again, or as opposed to like Sony and Microsoft. Yeah. Which you know, view gaming as the David or the Mona Lisa.
1: Hmm. Well. Funnily enough, actually, the thing I've noticed though is that the person that the guys who are pushing that forward more, they tend to be the they tend to be the third parties as opposed to the first parties. What, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> if I were if I wanted to get into specifics, where the the two extremes would actually be Nintendo and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in between is Sony mm-hmm. trying trying to span it. Just trying to span the widest breadth as possible.
0: So that's, but that that well, I, I guess that's sort of. Uh, that's what made the PS two like the most awesome and the PS one, like every, like of all time because it had yeah. the widest variety that like, The widest
1: variety of available games on the mar- on the market.
0: God, I really miss my PS two.
1: <laughs> You're reminding me that I think we need to. You're reminding me that we're probably, I'm probably gonna need to get a two for the office.
0: God, that went to like a really intellectual place, dude. (laughs) Like, wow, I felt my brain work a little bit. That's not supposed to happen when I'm podcasting.
1: (laughs) Funnily enough, I, I usually assume that that tends to have to be the case. That, or I tend to, or I just assume that I have to tend to do something funny, which just ends up being something retarded, retarded, which can be funny, but can be also, eh?
0: Did you get worms when it was on sale, on Steam recently?
1: Weird financial situation.
0: Oh, okay. And technically, I act and part of that weird
1: financial situation has to do with my schedule.
0: Yeah, so you, so you didn't. So you didn't get worms. Huh. Sadly, no. I didn't either. <laughs>
1: and I assume Miko did not buy copies for everyone. No.
0: But I was hoping he and would because I was side really Side comment
1: side comment thank you miko you I, you just also made me realize miko that you have bought games worth two christmases already for the guys
0: hmm yeah we're going back to um going back to video games or, or or games as an uh games as an end in itself and games as a means to an end and how you view uh the latter or how how you how you enshrine enshrine how you um, how the latter is how you tend to view like trading card games yeah like what what do you mean by that
1: I tend to view trading card games usually from the aspect of fun
0: well I'm, I'm I'm transitioning because you wanted to talk about uh, going back to playing like Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh or something no no well <laughs> basically the
1: idea well ba- well the thing is um, actually I actually as a pro- as a personal note, I don't really believe in doing something just for the sake of doing something, because that then goes back to the, to the question of, that goes back to the realization that there has to have been a reason why you did this beyond doing this for the sake of doing this.
0: Oh, um, what I meant though, uh, wasn't so much the reason that you do it, but the way you view the thing. Oh. Right, because you don't need because um, because Michelangelo's David doesn't need any other reason to exist other than itself.
1: Okay. Oh, so okay. So basically, the thing existing as opposed to the as opposed to why the to the why and how the thing came to exist.
0: Um, well, the the why and the uh when when you talk about like something being end in itself, it's the why, right? Because the how obviously it's like because somebody made it. Yeah. Right? Well, the basic, well,
1: where does motivate, what's the, what's the question word I'm supposed to be using when going into like reasons or motivations?
0: Yeah, like why? Why does this exist? Okay. Right? For, like, like to what end? Yeah. Right? Like, it, it's, it's how you view the thing. Like, it, it's how you view what the thing is for. Oh, okay. Right? Like, a chair is for sitting. Yes. A chair isn't. For being a chair okay right whereas' the painting is the like like art is uh, primarily it, it, it primarily exists to be itself okay right that, that's its primary
1: but at the like, same thing but at the same time the by be, by coming into existence the art can then express or stimulate certain things within the, the people who come to view or experience it. Yes. but the thing but the thing is those things I wouldn't say are uniform
0: well the the, the um like evoking emotion etc that's all secondary yeah right okay um basically like when it comes to art I it's it's it, it exists because it is you know it, uh yeah that's it okay go but uh going back to what you were saying
1: about uh my view on trading card games it's my view on trading card games being similar to your view on video games—it's largely because I've always viewed my experiences with trading card games as a matter of well, well, basically, I always graded on the matter of fun. Mm. Mm. It's really just a matter of fun and enjoyment related to the many different things that come with trading card games, whether it be creating, whether it be deck building, coming up with a sick, wicked combo. Or just coming up with a deck based around a concept that I feel is interesting and should be made into a deck. Hmm. And playing those decks against different people.
0: Oh. That's really interesting, actually.
1: Yeah. And funnily enough, winning, as much as it feels nice, isn't, isn't the primary goal, in my view, hmm. with trading card games. It's more the experience of play.
0: That's actually, it's actually interesting, though, because, like, how how, uh, how how you mentioned because I, uh, because because when I think of a trading card game, yeah. But then this like granted, this is very limit. Like I I have no experience with trading card games. Okay. But like when I see people play MTG or like Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh or whatever, um, something that I always thought would be the most fun thing about a trading card game. Is its inherent social aspect. Yes. What I found interesting was what you found most fun is deck building. Yes. Coming up with combos. All right, I, just, I just found that interesting.
1: <laughs> well, yes, but ultimately ultimately, the point of, do, of doing those things won't be met if I didn't... Ha- like if it
0: existed in a vacuum, right?
1: I, yes, yeah. if it existed in a vacuum, so... That also ha- helped to probably explain why I've been on hiatus on on Magic the Gathering for the past... Let's see, I ended with New Nufi... Around the time, nufi Richia right before Innistrad. Yeah, I ended around 2011 or so. 2010, 2011. Never went... No, 2011 and... Well, largely that had to do with the fact that I... Yeah, I nobody. at least felt that I couldn't find people
0: I could play with ah, but then David <laughs> and Bok and Miko and Miko oh my god <laughs> yeah I should learn how to play that game
1: actually the thing <laughs> well actually the thing I'm doing I'm doing personally with my own magic stuff is a, a bit interesting if you will because a bit interesting and in some cases a little bit insane because the idea is that I realize I have a large collection mm-hmm. that I could do a lot of things with so my idea is that I'm going to grow that collection so much to the point that I could make a whole bunch of decks with it and if people want to play the game, I'll just send them my stuff or build or will build stuff from my collection.
0: Then how um how relevant are like old cards in uh Magic the Gathering as it's played? Because as I understand it, right, like every year um wizards of the coast releases like a new, a new set right a, a new set of a new set of two or three sets ooh right. and um a block as they call it a new block and does that uh, does, does that invalidate like the older cards are they like overturned <laughs> <laughs> no it, no it doesn't
1: invalidate their existence but you'll have to look up the new rulings and wordings since Every since there have been minor rule changes every new uh every new block there there have been at least for the past two years minor rule changes for like, every new um, block.
0: But like in competitive play, uh, the the in
1: competitive play, yes, it there's a there is a uh, state of forced solution because the most common uh competitive format uh standard. Basically, only includes the uh, Magic: The Gathering sets that were present within the past two years.
0: Okay, but so like... basically,
1: two, so basically, under the current format, the f- the t- the block that is currently the that is currently the new block this year, plus the block from last year, plus the core set that ha- released between them.
0: Okay. Um. So how how does that uh how does that affect Like when you play with the boys, like it doesn't really
1: affect. It doesn't really affect unless it. Like if it's just the meta of me, of us, of me and the boys. It's just a matter of. It's just really a matter of well, our my cards versus his cards versus his cards versus his cards.
0: Okay, so it's it's like a it's a free for all more or less
1: it becomes a free for all and the only time that any change in the meta comes is if there's a decision by anyone to start update to start either either replacing certain things in the decks with older or newer cards okay but like
0: in competitive play
1: that doesn't in standard does it fly in standard at least well there's forced obsolation yeah in modern there's changes in the meta In the meta that tend to come either because, one, someone finds a broken combo or interaction that can be abused. And uh, you will basically be abused to victory. Okay. Uh, In some cases. And in another case, because with the modern format, which is basically every... Basically, it's a tournament format where every set with the new card border, so starting with 8th edition all the way to now, is being used.
0: Mm, so, so like different
1: types. So basically, every of... so basically every card released from about two thousand three forward. Okay. So um, the thing in modern though is the fact that uh, Wizards of the Coast has actually taken a similar stance as Konami with regards to handling the ban list. Mm-hmm. Because um, there is a ro- there is a consistent ban list uh, now in modern. And that ban list has some rotation to it.
0: Okay, so th- so that would be like uh like for balance for balance considerations. For
1: balance considerations or to spice up the meta.
0: Oh okay, so it so it would be like um
1: I banned this card because we banned this card because it's getting a little too popular. And we unban this card because technically the current meta would would be more would be conducive for this to come back into the meta without, you know, being absolutely broken.
0: Oh, so uh, yeah, it's, it's like a it's like when Blizzard releases like update patches yeah to StarCraft's uh um, multiplayer yeah to sort of control the meta game of the professional scene.
1: Yeah. Actually, this is more this is more easily seen in Yu-Gi-Oh because Yu-Gi-Oh has a lot a large ban list. -hmm. And usually every year they change the ban list in way, in uh, rather significant ways. And I am convinced that the only reason they change the ban list, i.e. adding cards and removing cards, while some of them are for balance concerns, because I know that for a fact that some cards have never left the ban list after being banned. Mm -hmm. A lot of the cards that are being banned or unbanned are being, are being banned or unbanned for the sake of spicing up the meta, wow! Like quite literally, the o- like quite literally, literally, their uh, answer to Im- potential imbalances in the meta keep a long band list that is that 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 will change every year before the start of the new competitive season. How does Mika do this? Uh... Tell us what you
0: think. Uh,
1: Tell us what you think of the comments below because we, we would love to hear your opinions and hear your other things. Hopefully we don't have to start Flame Wars or, because you'll probably do that for each other in the most interesting ways possible. Uh, um, do check out our other shows such as, well, Third World Linux.
0: Yeah, represent. Uh,
1: the Sunstar Daily Podcast. Weekly podcast weekly we po- release every week weekly podcast we yeah weekly po- weekly podcast we, we don't have 20 people yet Uh <laughs> 20 people working on the pod working on the podcasts I mean and
0: uh bodega nights yo yes because it's finally back as a thing yeah next uh, our next episode no when are we releasing this this is coming out next week so uh the bodega nights episode out is about comic books Woo! wait it was released already so- uh, I'm, I'm I'm releasing this after the the Dagonites episode is released. Yeah. Oh God. We got to this point. This is your magic segment. Yeah. Uh, how have you been? I've been good. I watched Big Hero Six. How how is it? Like I, I uh the only thing I know about that movie is like my friends keep on fist bumping each other and going now, like how is it? <laughs> it was good. It was basically what would have happened. Though
1: it was good. I'll I can only say it was good really because. For one, they did it well, and two, apart from a few things, they did it well without without a good amount of the pretentiousness of Frozen.
0: Mm. I'm, I'm not going to say it because I haven't seen Frozen either. Okay. Um, but yeah. there wasn't any singing. Nope. <laughs>
1: Again, they did. They did. Basically, I'm commending Disney for the fact. That they made a good movie without the perfect, without you know, without having to de to you know go into something pretentious.
0: Well, what do you mean by pretentious, though? Like that's yeah. What do you mean by pretentious? How is Frozen pretentious?
1: Hmm. Some of the basically some of the plot points. He, some of the well, for me that for me at least, some of the plot points felt like they were either. ...forced or the build-up was not indicated even... ...or there was, like, no build-up or no no subtleties to certain things. Like, things happen and they just happen because they wanted them to happen.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Alright, like, we sing and then... Because for all
1: the things in Big Hero 6 that I've noticed... ...that I was already expecting the moment I saw some of these things happen... It happened in a way that was done well. Execution, basically yeah, execution? executed well. Okay.
0: Yeah. So something that I something that I've been wondering, uh, did it have based on comic book, uh, based on Marvel hero characters, like in the opening credits? No. Well, not, not Marvel hero. Based on Marvel comics characters, because like it was. N- yeah. Not that I know of.
1: Wow. Not that I know of, though. It was actually in the end credits where they credit Marvel at, uh, for certain support. And the mm. key and the links to Marvel were kind of obvious based on based on le- like the build up to the movie with the interviews showing and the nature of the source material, plus some of the plus um they mentioned it in the end credits the linkage with uh the Big Hero Six comics.
0: Mm. It's like um well the, the dead giveaway was as I understand it Stan Lee made a made a cameo because like that's that's sort of his thing, right? Yes. Right, like he he makes a cameo, but then oh yeah, and the, yeah.
1: oh yeah, and the movie has a after credits scene <laughs> in Marvel movie fashion, for lack of better ter- term. Big Hero Six is what happen is what is what happens if you know Disney itself took a crack took a crack at making a Marvel U- movie in the Marvel animated in the Marvel cinematic universe.
0: Hmm. Well that that's something that I found like interesting though. Like with all of the um with all of the fanfare around <laughs> around Marvel properties right now, right? Yeah. Like why um why wasn't the Marvel connection like more apparent like, given more play?
1: Why wasn't it played straight? Is there a, are you Yeah, saying- yeah.
0: Well, I I guess like why wasn't it uh why why wasn't it like highlighted? And their marketing, like, oh, this is a Marvel, whatever. But I, I don't know.
1: Probably they either one because they want they want to they want to keep a degree of separation, hmm. or two, or two. This is and this feels more conspiratorial. <laughs> they're you know, they want to save that for something later
0: on. Huh? No, I, I, I don't know. Because it is well, it is for all intents and purposes like a Disney movie, right? It it isn't like a Pixar. It isn't a Pixar
1: movie. Yeah, it isn't a Marvel movie, despite invo- involvement.
0: Yeah, it isn't Marvel Studios. Yeah, hmm. Pixar. Pixar. What was uh What was the first like Disney movie that was done in that like Pixar style, like purely computer? Uh, Toy graphic- Story. That was a Pixar movie, dude. Oh, Pixar! Like Pixar made first Ghost
1: Disney Story. movie done in that style. Yeah, Dis- Disney Animation Studios. Was it Wreck It Ralph? No. I'm going to have to actually look this one up, but it was either, but I think it was Meet the Robinsons. Oh. From what I recall, it was Meet the Robinsons. Hmm. First one I remember was Wreck-It Ralph. Anyway. Yeah.
0: it's a good movie. Yeah.
1: The only reason I wasn't able to watch Wreck-It Ralph was because because of the fact that the friggin' Metro Manila Film Festival happened on the week where me and my bro were planning to watch. (laughs) Oh, well. I'm probably just gonna Get the Blu-ray
0: Sometime I remember watching it In the cinema though Did I watch it in the cinema Or did I watch it I remember Miko watched it In the cinema Who did I watch it with Did I watch it With Miko Were you in Manila At the time I watched it with Were you in Manila Mm -hmm. I might have watched it With Nikki I don't know (laughs) If you were in
1: Manila At the time Chances are you watched it With Nikki One time And you watched it With the boys
0: Probably watched it With the boys
1: Huh How's school? School Well For one thing I'm not hating it (laughs) Good god dude And And for another thing And for another thing I don't know It's like My feelings towards school now Are just Yay And meeting people And doing stuff And Cause Kind of the thing on my mind now Is like freaking Driving lessons
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you kill the engine
1: the very first time? No. Funnily enough, no. And funnily enough, I actually know how to park well.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) huh. What was it? Because I remember like. (laughs) Like,
1: I I didn't bump into many things. Okay.
0: Huh. What was it? Um, because like most people that I know, like one of the first, either one of two things happens, right? Either they, Kill the engine by releasing the clutch too fast the first time, or release the clutch really slowly and like give the car too much gas.
1: Okay, because um, I'm learning, apparently, I'm learning automatic.
0: Uh...